So guys, as we all know that recently there was a terrible, terrible terrorist attack uh, targeting um, a university uh, in Kabul, the, the Kabul University, right? And it was a horrible, horrible attack. Um, several young students as well as um, faculty members, they were killed and wounded. And Islamic State claimed the attack within the first few hours right and it, it, it was a terrible tragedy that's that's what it was right without a doubt but since then um, obviously for those uh, who follow me regularly on Twitter who follow all of my tweets you guys would be already knowing this that since this attack took place there there have been some um, what should I call it? Funny things happening, you know. Um, this this stuff coming out of Afghanistan and uh, first, um, right after the claim of Islamic State, right, we we saw these uh, images which started coming out from um, the site of the attack, right, from inside that university, right. Um, and these images were uh, taken uh, once the uh, Afghan security forces had entered and cleared the compound, right? Because the images um, which came before that, um, they were different. I, I shared all those images. They're, they're different, but once Afghan security forces entered the compound, neutralized both the terrorists, um some new photos were obviously taken over there and these were some of these photos which were taken later on they were staged right they put up uh, a flag uh, of, of the Afghan taliban in one of the classrooms i shared an image from the same classroom before Afghan security forces arrived right and that image does not show any Taliban flag in that particular classroom. But the images that came out later, uh, they showed a Taliban flag over there, right? Which was not present there before, right? Um, and there, there were also um, some some crude wall chalkings in, in some of the classrooms which were clearly uh, drawn after the attack um, I didn't see any such wall chalking any such pro-Taliban wall chalking in any of the classrooms in any of the images that I received and shared on my Twitter timeline um, the images which came out right after the attack as well as during the attack when the attack was still going on right so so that was very interesting right and then there was a fake statement attributed to Islamic State that was being shared by um, a one uh, pro-government pro, pro accounts right and this this uh, fake uh, IS statement was so fake that 
I mean, it, it, it literally screamed that I'm fake, right? So, I mean, it wasn't, uh, it, it, I, mean, I, I had to take one look at it. I didn't even take a second look, right? I took one look at it and I was like, hey, this is fake, right? And that fake statement, which apparently denied responsibility for the attack, was released right after the original statement from official Amak of Islamic State. And the original statement obviously claimed responsibility, but this fake statement was denying responsibility for the attack, right? And this fake statement, like I said, it was being shared by pro-government Agman accounts, right? On Twitter, on Facebook. So, after that, um, the next day, we saw these posters popping up in Kabul, right? And these posters basically called on advance to boycott the Doha deal, right? The deal which has been signed between Americans and the Taliban, right? So... So these posters mysteriously pop up a day after the attack and they call on advance to boycott the Doha deal, right? And before before that, the same day this attack took place, we had Amrullah Saleh, the vice president, basically saying that this was Taliban, right? Obviously, he was also hinting towards Pakistan, right? So, I mean, my question, my first question to Mr. Amrullah Saleh would be, you failed to stop the terrorist attack, right? But somehow, within the first few hours of the attack, even when the attack is still not over, because this tag, uh, you know, this this particular tag, it lasted for almost six hours, right? So you couldn't st- you couldn't stop the terrorists from carrying out the attack, but you happened to somehow know in the in the first few hours of the attack that it has been carried out by Taliban. How is that even possible, right? I mean, obviously, it makes no sense, and. But anyway, the next day, these these mysterious banners pop up, right? This is the second day of the of the attack. The attack has already ended, right? Uh, and uh, now, on the second day, we have uh, <clears throat> we have Islamic State releasing um, further evidence, right? <clears throat> They released a detailed uh, statement through Amak. They also released uh, a group photograph of these two terrorists who carried out the attack, right? And uh, it turns out that both of them were from uh, Amrullah Saleh's province, right? Um, Initially, when the attack was still going on, there were some people who apparently told... uh, Agwan pro-government media that they heard the attackers speaking uh, in Urdu, right, which is uh, which is basically the national language of Pakistan, right. So it is 
it is mainly spoken in Pakistan. So, but turns out that none of these attackers they were they were not talking in Urdu. The reason the locals over there at the university could not understand what these guys were saying was because they were speaking in Tajik, right? They were speaking the Tajik language, and these were Tajiks. These were from Amrula Saleh's province. These two people, and uh, so yeah, this happens, <clears throat> and um, you know this this group photo is released by Islamic State. And after a few hours, a video surfaces on the internet, once again, shared by pro-government Agwan accounts on Twitter, on Facebook, on Telegram. And this video, which has been very clearly, um, uh, you know, filmed uh, by, by someone who, who knows who knows um, at least a little bit about uh, you know how these uh, videos of Islamic State are shot and filmed, right? So, but he obviously doesn't know enough, right? So this fake video, which was never released by the Islamic State, and this has now been confirmed by the BBC as well. But I was the first person who found the video, who tweeted about it. Nobody at that time knew about this video. It was uh, at that time it had been shared by just a uh, few uh, you know uh, pro-government Agwan accounts so it wasn't uh, you know well circulated at that time so I was a first person who found it who tweeted about it and who said that hey you know what this is a fake video and this is so hilarious because the way this has been filmed right um, I mean whoever whoever filmed this video he tried his best, right? He tried his best to make it as, uh, you know, genuine as possible, but clearly he failed. The first mistake this this person who made this video, whoever he is, or she, you know, I don't know, <laughs> but this person, the first mistake this person made was that they used the wrong logo, right? When Islamic State releases um, these... Uh, so-called uh, testimonial videos right from from its uh, militants it doesn't matter w you know what location uh, the logo that uh, Islamic State uses at the top right corner um, that logo is the logo of Amak uh, written in Arabic right <clears throat> that's the logo it uses right but this video did not have that same logo, right? Instead, it had um, uh, it had it it had this other logo, which has been used by Islamic State uh, in some of its publications, but not in videos, right? This logo, which this fake video used, um, is is the kind of logo which uh, Islamic State sometimes uses on. Um, on other publications like uh, you know infographics or uh, these posters that are released you know by um, pro IS groups or even um, semi-official IS groups so but but that logo is not used on 
official Islamic State videos that are released by Amak, right? Um, Amak also uses another logo, which is the flag of Islamic State, the black standard. That logo is also used, uh, but that logo is used mostly in videos, which are um, lengthy in duration. Mostly videos from the battlefield, right? Training videos or combat videos, you know, stuff like that. In those videos, they use um, the flag of Islamic State, which we call the black standard. Uh, that is used in the top right corner, right? So clearly, um, whoever made this uh, fake video in the name of Islamic State, this person uh, obviously didn't know uh, which logo is used normally by Islamic State in such um, testimonial videos, right? That was the that was the thing that actually. Um, made it uh, very obvious in the very first look that you know this video is fake so to me it, it was that like the number one thing it was the logo and secondly these three idiots right I'm, I've named them the three idiots right the three men in that video um, these three idiots they're wearing black shades okay um i can't remember any islamic state video ever released um which had militants um wearing the you know the, these kind of shades right i'm not saying that is militants do not wear shades what i'm saying is that I can't remember any such testimonial videos and I'm just talking about these testimonial videos I'm not talking about combat footage I'm not talking about any other kind of footage I am particularly talking about these testimonial videos um, which are released um, uh, by the Islamic State uh, through, its uh, through its official outlets like Amak Nasher um, I, I, I simply cannot um, you know remember any video in which uh, you know you had these uh, multiple militants um, pledging their allegiance to uh, the Islamic State or its leader or um, calling for uh, you know further attacks um, while wearing shades I, I just can't seem to remember any such video in the past right maybe I'm wrong if, if I'm wrong please do correct me but I, I simply cannot remember any testimonial video from Islamic State in which the militants were wearing these kind of shades right so that was the second oddest thing and well the third thing that really made it very clear for me was the way that the whole thing is shot right the way that they're you know talking there is no slide you know at the bottom which is usually the case in um, many Islamic State videos I mean there's just like you you have these three idiots wearing uh, shades all covered up it's almost like they're they're trying very hard to protect their identity right it's almost like they're afraid that you know they're doing something uh, which might be discovered right 
um, and they like they might be discovered doing uh, something this outlandish, right? <laughs> because they they have tried their best to hide their identities, right? All three of these idiots. So anyway, so these three things they basically made it very clear for me that you know what this video is fake. But just to be very sure, just to be you know very clear about it. I went to my telegram, I went to the, uh, you know, uh, IS groups that I have infiltrated um, over the last few years and um, I, I checked out the Amak channel, I checked out uh, the Nasher channel, there was no such video over there, right? They, they never released, Islamic State never released this video, it was not there, right? So that made it absolutely clear for me that, you know what, this video is fake. Now the question is that, I mean the first question is, well, there are many questions, you know. First question is that, who could possibly make such a fake video, right? Obviously it cannot be made by some random, you know, one sitting at his home, you know. I mean, obviously, right? This video was being shared by pro-government accounts, by um, pro-Aquan uh, military accounts, by actual uh, military officers, right? So, a very uh, specific set of people you have uh, them sharing this video. So the question is, who could possibly create such a video, right? Because it was a good attempt, right? I, I will not say that it was not a good attempt. It was a good attempt if you just remember this one thing in your mind that this was created by some one guy or multiple guys, right? This was not created by some Westerners or, you know, some Arabs or something like that. So if you just remember in your head that this video was probably created by, you know, some one guys, then you will say that, you know what, it was, it was a good attempt, right? Because at that standard, yeah, it was a good attempt, right? But still, it was so silly, it was so hilarious for someone like me who goes through uh, terrorist content on daily basis, right? I can tell a fake ISIS video and I realize this video like within seconds, right? It, it, it's not going to take me a long time to figure it out, right? So, so for me it was hilarious, right? But for an average person who does not know much about such videos, who's not, you know, into the field of counterterrorism and you know who's who's not seeing a lot of these videos all the time an average person right um, so that average person probably won't be able to uh, realize that this is a fake video you know so so when I say that it was a good attempt I say that from that perspective as well that first of all obviously it was you know it was, it, it was created by a once so that's number one and number two it was a good attempt uh, in the sense that for an average person it's, it's hard you know to to say that you know this is a fake video right but for someone like me it took me just like one second maybe two seconds that was it 
so anyway the, the first question like I said is that who would create such a video right the second question is that why were pro-government Agwan accounts sharing this video why were they amplifying this video especially because in this video you have these three idiots saying that this attack is not carried out by us and this attack is probably carried out by the Taliban right and then you have pro-government Taiwan accounts sharing the same video um, making the same claim that you know what it wasn't ISIS it was it was the Taliban right so so why the question is why right I mean there are a lot of questions obviously not going to go into all of those questions but I mean these are the two very basic questions that we need to be asking and I think we all know the answers to both of these questions in our head right um, look clearly this video was created by most likely I would say by the Agwan intelligence and yes right um, now I don't know it was if it was created um, by um, by the NDS uh, officially or if somebody from NDS was uh, recruited by someone else and they were made to you know create such a video I, I'm not sure about that but look this is this kind of thing happening in Afghanistan right uh, in a country where you know I mean they don't really have any good concept of shooting movies and films and you know videos and stuff like that so obviously very obviously this was uh, a government operation on some level at least right um, this was definitely not a civilian operation right and uh, I would say either this video was probably created by the NDS like the orders came from the top right or uh, someone recruited someone from the NDS to create this video right because this thing coming out of Afghanistan can only be created by NDS when it is from the pro-government side only NDS has the uh, capability to create something like this right and they have the capability in this case they also have the motive because they do not want to share the power with Taliban right they hate the Doha deal they hate President Trump for the Doha deal because of the Doha deal they obviously and, and, and I understand that you know what like I've said in plenty of my um, podcasts uh, before that I, I completely understand that right NDS and many Aguan government officials not wanting to um, abide by the Doha deal or um, you know outright hating on the Doha deal criticizing the deal even criticizing American officials like Khalilzad I understand their position right because Americans made a terrible mistake by um, signing a deal with the Taliban while bypassing the Afghan government right they shouldn't have done that because well now you're seeing why right now we are having this problem where you are having these Afghan government officials trying their best to somehow derail the Doha deal right and if Mr. Biden gets elected in the US election um, Taliban 
can probably say goodbye to the Doha deal because uh, Mr. Biden will find a way to um, to exit from the Doha deal. He will find a way to um, stay in Afghanistan for um, some more time, right? So the U.S. withdrawal, which was happening, um, all of that could be reversed. You know, um, there's there's a very high chance of that happening in case uh, Mr. Biden wins the U.S. election, right? And right now, the I won't say the Kabul administration, but many people in the Kabul administration, they're right now hoping, they have their fingers crossed and everything, they are hoping that, uh, you know, let Mr. Biden win, let him win the election, because they're really counting on that, you know, because if Mr. Biden does not win the election, then Kabul admin, they're basically screwed, right? But if biden does win the election then it would be the taliban who are going to get screwed and they're going to get screwed bad because remember now taliban have uh, an office in qatar right many of their leaders are now living openly right so if u.s maybe launches a renewed war on the Taliban then these Taliban leaders who are living openly in, in Qatar in, even in Afghanistan, in Iran in some other um, Arab countries as well these Taliban leaders will be in big problem right? because they can be arrested, detained or even assassinated at any time right? if it, it comes to that i mean that is you know we, we have to understand that if it comes to that right i'm not saying that it will come to that but you know what if mr biden exits from the uh, doha deal if he exited the doha deal and uh, if he says that you know what we are going to stay m- some more time you know in afghanistan um the reaction from the Taliban is going to be pretty harsh, you know. I mean, already they're uh, launching attacks every day, right? But if you remove the Doha deal from the table entirely, then you will have Taliban just like waging, you know, a whole renewed war of their own. So, I mean, it's going to be very tough for Afghanistan. Obviously, it's going to be hell for uh, the Afghans, you know, the civilians in Afghanistan, but, um, you know, if, if Mr. Biden wins, I think the Taliban would be screwed. Their their leaders are going to get screwed bad, um, because especially now, um, you know, many of their top leaders are living very openly, you know, because they are not afraid of uh, U.S. drone strikes anymore. They are not afraid of uh, targeted assassinations anymore. Um, so they are living uh, very openly. And if there is renewed war, then they all might get screwed over. You know. So, well, so this is what's happening in Afghanistan, right? Um, before ending this podcast, I just want to say that I am still kind of shocked that after all the you know investment on nds which is the one intelligence um 
millions and millions of dollars invested on NDS in training and in, in, in you know in different programs you know uh, by by NATO and you know US itself after all of that investment if this is the result right if if this is the result that they're actually producing fake ISIS videos and they're expecting the world to fall for it I I don't know what to say to that I mean it's just like completely ridiculous that we have this agency which is uh, so rogue that and is so corrupt that um, it is actually engaging in such childish childish tactics right it's just completely insane if you think about it I am not saying that this uh, fake video was uh, meant for the international audience by the way because I also tweeted this that this particular video it was created basically for the domestic one audience right it was not created for the international audience um, and I think that it has uh, played its role uh, very well you know domestically because look many Aguans you know they, they get these videos circulated on whatsapp and stuff they are not going to look it up they are not going to check if it's a fake or a real one right they are just gonna fall for it right so even if you have BBC, you have people like me who are internationally calling this video out and calling it fake, that message, our message is not going to reach most at once, right? That's just it. I mean, that's that's the way, it, you know, it is. And this fake video was created for those at once. It was targeted on at once, basically. At once were the target of this fake video. And I think it has it has um, also uh, played its role to to a great extent. I would say, you know. So um, yeah, I mean we we have this rogue agency in Afghanistan, you know, which after all the investment on it, it is engaging in such childish tactics, and it's just ridiculous, completely ridiculous. Anyway, guys. Um, this is it. Uh, good luck to the Americans, my American friends, uh, for the U.S. election. Um, you know, um, I was hoping that President Trump will win. Uh, right now, I'm not sure. It looks like it might be Mr. Biden, right? It might be the Democratic Party once again. I'm not really sure right now, but let's see. Um, but we'll see. We'll, we, you know, because it's the U.S. election, and with the U.S. election... I mean, U.S. election is the only election in this whole world which gets everyone talking about it, you know. It doesn't matter if you are in Iran or in Israel or in India or in Pakistan or in Afghanistan or in um, Kuwait or, you know, you name it. Everyone is literally talking about the U.S. election and that's, I think, that's the beauty of America. So... So yeah, as they say in America, God bless America and uh, good luck to our American friends um, and uh, we'll see what uh, the results, uh, you know, uh, bring out and uh, we'll see whether it is the Republicans or whether it is the uh, Democratic Party which is going to, uh, uh, 
go on America for the next uh, few years. So, um, but yeah, whatever happens, um, our our best regards are with our American friends all the time. And so, guys, this is it. I'll be back very soon. Take care. Bye bye.